We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, guys? Welcome into the Guiltiest Charge podcast. Today, I'm joined by a special guest. That is Chargers' new long snapper, Josh Harris. Josh, thanks for joining me, man. How are you doing today? Man, doing great. Doing great, Tyler. I appreciate you uh, having me on and uh, and working with me a little bit on the uh, the time change. You know, made the made the trip back east to uh, to visit with the family this weekend. But hey, looking forward to uh, to sharing a little bit tonight. Yeah, I, know. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about the film and all that. Somebody asked me when you first signed, hey, you know, when's the long snapper film breakdown going? I'm like, well, you know, probably won't happen, but maybe we could do something with that. And I reached out to you and you were totally down for doing this. So I really do appreciate that. Guys, for those of you that are watching live, it shows me broken down to three different parts. First part is just going to be a little bit of get to know you with Josh here. Just real quick. Second part is going to be a film breakdown. We have a field goal and a punt here. Josh is going to break down all of that for us. And then the last part of the video is going to be your live question. So if you have a live question, please fire it in and I will try to answer as many. Well, no, Josh will try to answer as many as he can. I'll just sit here and uh, bring them up. All right. So the first thing, the Chargers are very much so a family first organization. And so I just wanted to get to know your family. You just talked about them. And I do have this right here. I know you don't need to know what your family looks like. You already know that. But for everybody else, uh, you know, who who's the Harris family? What are you guys all about? How's that going? Yeah, so uh, I, I've been married to my wife, Cameron. It'll uh, it'll be nine years here in July, and uh, we've got three little ones. Uh, our oldest is Kenley. She's eight, and uh, Hattie is six, and Anderson, our son, he's three. And, uh, hey, we, we are very much a football family. 
Um, we we just we we love the game and everything about it, and uh, we love experiencing this uh, this crazy ride that's it's been the uh, an NFL journey uh, together and getting to share all of that you know with uh, not just us but you know our our extended families as well. And so we're looking forward to uh, to making some new memories out in the, out on the West Coast. Yeah, absolutely. And I love this memory down here at the bottom right. How did you get your son into the picture with all these NFL players in there? <laughs> you, you know, I think we just kind of uh, we just kind of went for it. You know, it was one of those deals. <laughs> it's better better to ask for forgiveness than permission, permission. Yeah. you know, type thing. And uh, he was out there the whole day. I mean, I've got some videos from I mean, we did like a little punt period and he was right there with me, like with the ball in his hand. So it was it was really cool. And uh, we, got, we got a former teammate down there right in, in front of him, Kyle Pitts. And so we were mm -hmm. we were well represented out there. And, you know, years from now, he'll probably look at that and be like, wow, that was that was a cool moment with dad. Oh, I have to imagine as soon as he realizes what all of that means, how often he'll be showing people this particular photo, that memory. That's amazing. So with your entire family, though, because you went to high school in Georgia, if I'm not mistaken, and obviously went to Auburn, then you went to the Falcons. What went into this move then across the entire country over here to Los Angeles? Well, I mean, I think first and foremost, just a, a, an opportunity to to join an incredible organization, you know, filled with great teammates, great players, you know, and uh, I think that's just something that's really something to get excited about, you know, and it's uh, definitely be a, a change for us, you know, not just for me, but for uh, for our family uh, as well. But just looking forward, you know, just so much for, for the opportunity that, that's ahead, you know, and so that's. Uh, a lot of things are going to be a little bit different, right? Some of the opponents, your division, you know, stadiums, things like that. But uh, at this point in my career, I just could not think of a, uh, a better situation. And I uh, just feel very blessed and thankful for, uh, for the opportunity to, uh, to get to go, you know, out there to, uh, to L.A. And, uh, and continue this, uh, th this career. Yeah, I love it. And we're certainly happy to have you, of course. <clears throat> I did want to get into your career very quickly. And again, you don't need to be reminded of any of this, but I'm sure the people at home just to follow along. No offers out of high school. You will go to Auburn. You try out. You win. Undrafted free agent. Go to Atlanta. You win the job. Become a Pro Bowl long snapper. Granted, many years down the line, but you won that job. So I have two questions. One, what kept you going through all that? And two, how does a long snapper win a competition in camp? You know, I, I think there's a lot that, uh, that that goes into that. Um, but first and foremost, I mean, coming out of, of high school, uh, I knew that Auburn is where I wanted to go to school, mm. uh, whether I was playing ball or not. You know, I didn't have any offers, you know, really a lot of opportunities there to uh, to continue that career. But I could snap and I had a coach that said, hey, you should you know, you should give it a shot. And so I just kind of I didn't want to look back and have any regrets. You know, I didn't want to wonder mm -hmm. years down the road, you know, what would have happened had I you know showed up to that. Uh, that walk on tryout, you know, and kind of the same thing, you know, I, I, I didn't get called up to the team until halfway through uh, my freshman wow. year in 2007. And so I had already kind of put football aside and, um, you know, kind of jumped right back into it when we got started, uh, you know, that that year. And, uh, you know, just continuing through college, you know, I didn't really understand that, you know, long snapping was something that uh, that was a, you know, a specialized position in the NFL. You know, I, I thought mm -hmm. that it was other positions that kind of handled those duties. And that's, that's how it was for a long time. But, um, hmm. you know, they, they finally specialized that, that position, just like kickers and punters and um, very thankful for that. And uh, <laughs> to get an opportunity to, uh, to, to be able to play for a team that I grew up cheering for, you know, just a, a chance to, to try out, you know, that was all I wanted, you know, it's all I needed. And I just wanted to put my best foot forward. And uh, I, I knew that I was just going to try as hard as I could. And, you know, ultimately, 
God showed a lot of favor on me, you know, and allowed me to uh, to have this opportunity to uh, to to make that team. And uh, you know, here we are, you know, 10, 11 years later, and we're we're, we're still kicking, and we're still uh, we're still in, in love with the game, and I love the process of it. You know, this time of year, training, working out, you know, mm. getting together with the guys, you know, on the field, off the field. I just couldn't ask for uh, for anything more. You know, it's just a, a, an incredible opportunity. Yeah, what an amazing journey! Just the underdog story throughout, and then to be able to, you know, you're right now. I'm sure you know this the most guaranteed money of any long snapper in the league. So things worked out. The dreams definitely are working out in that regard, of course, and just being able to play your experience is so cool there. All right. Last thing, not uh, related to film, I guess I did want to ask about the schedule release. Did you see the video first off? And then are there any, well, I can assume that there's one team on this schedule that might catch your eye, but is there anything about this schedule that kind of like, whether it's the primetime games or the traveling or whatever, because obviously you've been in Atlanta for so long, you've never experienced the AFC West like this and the AFC in general. Does anything stand out to you aside from a certain November 6th, week nine team? <laughs> well, yeah, I did get a chance to see the video and uh, that, that was pretty incredible. I mean, that that was that was some some really good work there. <laughs> I, it was it, it was funny. You know, I guess the Waffle House shot there, you know, I'll let that one slide. You know, that, <laughs> but, um, but uh, but but yeah, I mean, obviously the, the Falcons game is that that'll be a, a big one for us. But, you know, really just any of those divisional games. I mean, starting mm -hmm. off, you know, right there the first two weeks, you know, that's a, a great time to a uh, great way to, you know, set the tone for the season. And, you know, that that's kind of where where that season goes through. Right. And, you know, when, when the division, you know, that takes care of a lot of uh, a, a lot of things for you. And so when I look at that schedule, I see a lot of opportunity in front of us and a lot of opportunity to do it, you know, in prime time as well. You know, five prime time games. That's uh, that, that's big time. And that'll uh, that, that's definitely something that'll be. Uh, th those will be circled on the calendar and those will be, you know, games that we, that we really look forward to and enjoy, you know, th yeah. those moments, you know, cause they don't, they don't come around, uh, all that often. Uh, yeah, I say that, you know, coming, coming from, uh, the previous organization, you know, we, we didn't, we wouldn't have five in, in a season <laughs> right sure. now. And so, uh, just really looking forward to, uh, to capitalizing on those and, um, just taking advantage of every opportunity that we get, you know, no matter what the schedule lays out or who we got, you know, we got to take care of business each and every week. Does the bye week play into anything for you guys? Like I know the the Seahawks played a joke on their team. They had like a fake schedule release and they were so bummed about the week four, week five bye. Where does that bye week kind of play in for you? Do you have any kind of preference as a player? You know, I, I think uh, sometimes when it's really early in the season, you know, that, that can be a little bit tougher just because you know that, you know, it's going to come quick and then it's a, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a long stretch, you know, towards, uh, toward, you know, towards the finish line and, um, I think to have it kind of somewhere in that, that midpoint, you know, that mid range, I think is always good just because you kind of have a, a time to reset and regroup and, you know, the, you still have a lot of football ahead of you. Um, but I think that week, no matter when it comes, you know, you just got to take advantage of that time, get your body right, get your mind right, whatever, whatever work that you need to, uh, to get done, you know, handle that, handle that business during, uh, during those, uh, those days off and, uh, and, and enjoy it with your family or with your friends because um, it, it, it's a long season and, uh, you know, you don't get to see them all, all that often. You know, you're gone early in the morning, you're back late at night. And so just trying to take advantage of that time you get away from uh, away from the game. But uh, but staying plugged in for sure. Yeah, makes sense. All right. Now to the film study, what everybody is here for. I, I cannot wait to see how this goes. So we do have one punt. I do have the end zone view as well, but I wanted to show the sideline view. So we have one punt and then one field goal later because this is apparently i don't follow your career prior to the joining the chargers obviously 
but you set a career high in tackles on special teams this past season with four, according to Pro Football Focus. And we do have one right here. So I wanted to show the sideline angle of it. You can talk about it as we watch it there. Then we can flip it to the end zone view and you can talk about more about your job and your particular role. So, I mean, right. how often does this happen for you? Is this, is this two, three, four times a year? You know, <laughs> how, how does this go? What's going through your head here? You know, I, I've usually had, you know, a, a handful uh, a year, you know, for sure. But but last year was was special, uh, you know, and that's not just on me. You know, it's, it has a lot to do with uh, my teammates around me, you know, get, getting that returner, you know, running towards me and, you know, me just kind of being, you know, doing my job and staying in my lane. But, you know, being at the right place at the right time. And, uh, you know, a lot of times my, my tackles might not look the prettiest or anything like that. Hey, but as a wrestler, a former wrestler, you yeah. know, a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of my tackles is funny. Me and my dad will joke and my brother about, you know, they, they look like wrestling takedowns, you know, and whatever it takes to get that guy on the ground, man, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So it was, uh, th- this was a good one. This was uh this was a primetime game here. So that, that oh, was, okay. that was definitely fun. Yeah. Not bad. No, that was pretty good. I mean, you, you wrapped up, you know, you brought him down, no yards after the tackle. I think it was pretty good. No missed tackles there. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. All right. So the actual end zone view. So now just walk me through all of this because this is completely foreign to me. It's foreign to most of us. What are, I mean, obviously I know what you're doing, but what are you seeing here? What's everybody else around you doing? Yeah. So, uh, so here there are seven guys that are, that are in the box. It looks like here, I don't want to make sure I'm not missing anybody. So when there's seven guys uh, in the box there for the defense, that's uh you know, the, the personal protector or the fullback, uh, the guy standing there in between me and the punter, he's going to set the protection and send me, you know, to the, to, to the guys, to the side where there's four, where there's four uh, rushers. And so here he's probably going to send me, send me to the left. So first and foremost, I got to snap an accurate ball. So I got to snap and then I've got to recover and, and block, you know, I have a protection assignment here and then anything, you know, after that, you know, that's, uh, you know, that, that's, that's icing on the cake, but first and foremost, I got to snap it. I got to, you know, handle my blocking assignment and then run as as fast as I can down there and try to try to mix it up. So we'll let it play and see how this one worked out. Yep. And I'm more than happy to pause it at any time if you want me to. Yeah. So so in that in that situation right there, the uh, the guy that's lined up right there in that left a gap, what he's trying to do is he's trying to to kind of knock me off my track so that I can't pick for one of my guards. Mm-hmm. So if he, if he were to come straight, straight off on one of the guards, then I'm, I'm just going to kind of pick him, you know, it, the same way, like pick and roll in basketball. I mean, I'm going to hit him in the side. My guard is going to release behind me. And so now we kind of get two guys out and, uh, you know, leave that defender uh, behind. So he kind of shocks me to keep me from, and he does a good job of it here. So, you know, I, I'm not able to, to pick for any one of the guards. I just kind of have to, hold my ground there and uh and then get out as, as fast as i can yeah and obviously you get the tackle there in fact my guard kind of picked for me there that's uh that's very rare so that, that doesn't that doesn't really happen all that often there you kind go. shoves him off now we're out and my my assignment you know on, on these uh on, on these punts is I, i'm going to the ball and so I'm reading, mm-hmm. you know, my, my teammates around me, you know, I don't want to follow the same color Jersey down, you know, downfield, you know, we got to kind of keep our, our spacing and keep, uh, you know, keep some levels to it uh, as well. And so I'm trying to play off as many guys as I can. And I've got 
one guy that comes over and tries to uh, tries to pin me inside. And, you know, I think I do a, a pretty good job of at least escaping the block and keeping my feet moving and uh, and getting to the ball. Yeah, no, that's hustle. That's good stuff. Here we go. Boom. Look at that. Nowhere to go. Either out of bounds or you get him down. <laughs> that's right. I like it. I didn't, um, I didn't celebrate too much there. So, sometimes I'll, I'll I'll get a little <laughs> too excited, you know, and throw a little Tiger Woods fist pump in there, you know, or something. Okay. In there. I think you had something at the end here. I don't remember if it was a Tiger Woods fist pump. Is that the go-to? I mean, he's the goat. So a lot of times, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it, it does center around some of his iconic celebrations for sure. Right on. So you talked about the personal protector here, calling out the protections, obviously. Is that typical mm -hmm. for special teams or is that kind of just depending on the team? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every punt team, I mean, they're going to have that uh, that that PP or fullback, whatever you want to call it, uh, mm -hmm. in there. And he's kind of your quarterback. I mean, he's setting the protection okay. calls. He, he's given the cadence. And, uh, you know, that defense is running stunts, you know, and, and twists and all sorts of stuff, just like a, a defensive line, you know, and edge rushers and linebackers would. Um, you know, in this particular look, they're, uh, you know, it's pretty much a return. So, you know, they've got seven guys in the box. They can still rush out of that, but, you know, we have eight to block seven. And mm -hmm. so, you know, that that's good math, you know, on, on our end. And so um, that personal protector, you know, me and him, we work, you know, hand in hand. And so we'll, we would watch a lot of tape together, break down things together and, you know, see, hey, in this look, do you want me to send you left, send you right? And so we all have to be on the same page there. And, uh you know, that, that year, that was, uh, that's Duran Harmon, man. He, he was awesome. Great, great player. I think actually now he's in Vegas. Um, so we'll get to see him, uh, okay. week, week one, but, um, but yeah, so th those guys, their, their job, you know, it's kind of under the radar type stuff, but those guys mm -hmm. are crucial to, uh, to, to getting these plays off the ground. Yeah. Kind of like your spot, you know, you don't really notice them. You don't really notice them. You only really notice them when something bad happens. So if you're not noticing him, that's great. <laughs> I heard somebody say it's like an air traffic controller. And I was like, you know what? That makes a, that makes a whole lot of sense. You know, yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Okay, let me fast forward to this. So I just have a screen grab of the next one because you don't have to go through the entire play. I just wanted to know if things change. A punt again, but you're backed up in your end zone at this point. Like, what did the dynamics change? Is the timing change? Obviously, you're not super backed up. So you're about as spaced out yeah. as you were in the previous play. But what changes for you guys when you're more backed up like this? Well, you know, I think first and foremost, you got to know where you're at in relation to the end zone. You know, you, you got to hold your ground a little bit more. You can't, you know, that holding penalty, if you grab one of those in the end zone, you know, now you're looking at a safety. Yeah. And so, you know, just depending on, you know, different coordinators and schemes and, you know, where you're at in the game, what the score is, you know, maybe even the weather. I mean, just all sorts of things mm -hmm. come into play. Some teams will choose to rush, you know, in a situation like this, or they'll set up a, you know, a pure return, which is kind of what uh, the Patriots have going on right here. I mean, they've got double vice out there on both of our gunners so i mean they're they're basically they're trying to eliminate those guys because you know those guys they can they can release downfield as soon as the ball is snapped the rest of us hmm. we can't we can't cross the line of scrimmage until the ball is punted so you know they're trying to keep those gunners pinned you know and and not let them uh, escape and not let them get downfield and uh in hopes of you know creating kind of some, some chaos there and creating a big, a big return for them. You know, field position is obviously key in every game. And especially when you get a, a chance like this backed up, you know, you, you're, you're trying to, uh, to eliminate as many return yards as, as possible on that punt team. And um, it's uh, it changes a little bit here and there, but Hey, you know, you, you got to treat every, every situation and every play, you know, with the same amount of focus and intent. And uh, I think a lot of that comes with experience and also just watching tape and seeing, 
you know, what teams like to do, you know, in certain situations. And um, in this situation there, uh, the Patriots are definitely going for uh, for a return. But that doesn't mean those guys inside can't rush. You just, hey, now right. our, our, the, the numbers, again, are in our favor. You know, we got eight guys in there in the box. and They've only got six. So if somebody wants to rush, you know, we've got a few extra sets of hands in there that, you know, we should be able to uh, to handle that. Yeah, love it. I don't know how many punts or field goals you've had blocked in your, obviously not, you're not kicking, but you've had blocked throughout your career. What tends, I'm asking this as a Chargers fan. I don't know if you know, watched our 2020 season, but there were far too many blocks. I'll just say that much. What tends to be the main culprit when something like that happens? You know, I mean, it, it can be a number of things, you know, I mean, it, it can be any position, uh, you know, any, any gap that the guys come through, but, you know, typically, you know, kicks or, you know, kicks and punts, you know, they're, they're blocked through gaps. And so you're the, the ideal situation is that you, you know, create that wall, you know, and that starts with, with me and the personal protector and the A gaps, and it works out with the guards and the tackles and the wings. And, you know, we're really all working together. Um, you know, the, while my responsibility, you know, is blocking what we're going to call the fours uh, inside, you know, when you count those guys, you count those defenders from the outside in. So the guys on the outside, you know, with his hand in the dirt, he's a one. The next guy's a two, then the, the next guy would be a three and a four. And so the wings, those four, uh, the guys that are lined up just off, you know, off the ball, kind of back there with the PP, you know, they're, they're going to handle those those ones. The tackles are going to have the twos. Guards are going to be responsible for the threes. And then me and the PP or, uh, or the fullback are going to be responsible for the fours. And so it's uh, it's on us to, you know, get great looks first and foremost, you know, during the week of practice. You know, a lot of times with the, the, the practice squad and the show team, you know, those guys – uh, you know, the harder they can make it for us during the week, you know, then in the game, it's going to be you know, a little bit, you know, it's going to feel natural. You know, you're not going to feel a lot of, you know, surprise from the speed, you know, by which it happens. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a it's a tough play. And uh, it's one of those things that you do it right. Ninety nine percent of the time. And the one time, you know, you, it, something goes wrong, you know, it's uh, it, it can be catastrophic for a game. And so it's uh, important for for all of us to uh, to be on our game at all times and, um, and to, to do the best that we can. Yeah, well, can't wait to not hear your name throughout the season because everything went right. I, I hope. Yeah, that, knock on wood, right? That. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Let <laughs> <laughs> me scroll past this. Okay, so we do have a field goal here. No sideline angle, just the end zone view. I believe this is a 54-yard field goal. I believe this was Ku's longest on the season last year. One, kind of like the punts, what changes between you know the distances? Like, Are you guys thinking of anything differently because it's a 27-yarder or a 54-yarder? And then just what happens on this particular play? I'll go ahead and run it through, but um, just talk to me about what your process is here. Yeah, well, I mean, first and foremost, it's kind of this, you know, you want to treat every play, you know, kind of the same. You don't you don't want to rank mm. plays, you know, a, a, a an extra sure. point in the first game in the, in the first quarter means mm. just as much and matters just as much as, you know, a 54 yarder, you know, during the middle of a game or a game winner. You know, you, you got you just never know when those points are, you know, any time that we're out there as a field goal unit, you know, you're talking about putting points on the board. And so anytime we can do that, you know, that's that, that's definitely a plus. And so, uh, you know, this was a, a, an awesome kick here. Uh, you know, Koo just bangs it right through. But, you know, the, I think one of the biggest differences and a lot of people don't know or, you know, understand or see, you know, the detail that goes into a kicking unit. And, you know, first, you know, for a punt, that's a 14, 15 yard snap. This one is eight. Um, but if you go through and watch, you know, any, any field goal unit, I mean, for the most part, what's my job as a snapper is to deliver that ball accurately to the holder with the laces on top of the ball. So that all he has to do is put it down, 
you know, and not have to spin the, the laces. And so that's going to happen uh, a, a lot of times, you know, sometimes, hey, uh, things happen and, you know, those holders are incredible with what they're able to, to do in such a quick amount of time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I know that my ball rotates like two and a half times before, you know, from the time it leaves my hands, to the time the punter catches it and uh, or the, the holder catches it there. And that can that can vary depending on the holder mm-hmm. and kind of where, where they catch it, you know, or they, do they catch it kind of out in front of them? Do they catch it closer you know, into their body, but, um, you know, that's all, you know, my job is to try to make that holder's job as easy as possible, you know, and so that, and so whoever's back there kicking, you know, they have a lot of confidence in the, the operation so that all they, you know, need to focus and focus in on is, uh, is putting that thing through the pipes. Yeah. And I mean, clearly Ku has like quite a bit of success, both in field goals, extra points, and even onside kicks. So you guys are doing a pretty good <laughs> job. Right. I, I won't bug you about Koo. He's a former Chargers player, and we sort of regret letting him go. But uh, fantastic player, <laughs> uh, fantastic player, of course, and I'm glad he's doing well. No doubt. Uh, so in this particular situation, now who's calling protections, or is this just kind of a everyone understands inside out, or what? What's going on here? Yeah, you know, there, there's not really a protection called, uh, okay. you know, per se on, on something something like this. But um, you know, here it looks like you know New Orleans they're they're rushing from uh, from the field. Um, which is pretty common. Um, and so you know, those guys, you know, we're, we're all kind of working together and really trying to protect the, you know, the flight path of the ball. And most of the time that, that flight path, of the ball is coming, you know, basically kind of right over that right guards uh, back, you know, kind of right mm-hmm. in there, especially from the left hash here kicking. I mean, in order for that ball to be good, if it's staying straight, you know, that that's where it's going to travel. And so it's, you know, I, 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 I believe this and I've heard it coached this way too, that field goal, you know, extra point, you know, it's the toughest two seconds in football. You know, we're, we're trying to get yeah. this thing off um, in, you know, 1.3, you know, seconds somewhere in, in that neighborhood. And so um, every every little bit of time, you know, helps and matters. And, uh, you know, those guys coming off the edge, they're, they're trying to, to get a jump. Maybe they have a read on something maybe that I do or the holder does. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that, that goes into this. But but at the end of the day, you know, you might switch. Some teams might switch the wings that are out there on the outside of the formation, mm. depending on the the kick. You know, kind of where you're anticipating the rush coming from, or if you know there's a certain guy on your the opposing team that um, that is good off the edge. Maybe you put that mm. guy towards him, no, no no matter where he's at. And so, yeah, um, you know, a lot of different things go into it here. But you know, they're they're just trying to the, to overload. You know, that 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 right side of the ball, left side as we look at it here. Um, just to try to collapse that line and get somebody up into the flight path. And who knows, especially a longer kick. Sometimes, you know, the, yeah. you know there'll be a little lower trajectory and it just takes a, a little bit of a, a finger tip to, uh, to, you know, drastically change the, uh, that kick. How long did it take you to figure out that it was two and a half rotations between you and the holder? Like, how do you, at what point were you like, oh yeah, I can just do that. Like that, this is so foreign to me. You're obviously such a specialized role. How did you figure out even how to do that? Well, I tell you, film breakdown has come a long, long way. You know, now, I mean, my rookie year, I mean, it was grainy. I mean, you couldn't see anything in the film. I mean, you just kind of, all right, here, you can just kind of see like a blob kind of going back there. But now, man, everything's in HD and it, it's crystal yeah. clear. And so, hey, we, we've got some time on our hands to uh, to break down, you know, everything, every little thing that uh, that we do. And so one day I was like, hey, well, I want to, I just want to see if I can figure out how many times my ball rotates. And so, <laughs> Um, you know, that, and, and I, I would say most guys would say it's somewhere around that same, same amount, you know, and Hey, but now every now and then it'll change, you know, Hey, maybe one day it's just coming out of your hand a little bit different. And so you have to make adjustments, 
uh, you know, on, on the fly sometimes to say, okay, my ball's rotating a little bit more, you know, here's mm-hmm. some, something I can do to, to maybe take some rotation off or add, you know, a little bit more, a little bit more spin. And so it's, uh, it's very specialized and, you know, guys in the, in the league are just, you know, incredibly talented at, a, at being able to um, repeat, you know, that, that motion. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. All right. So we are starting to run out of time. So I will jump into some live questions. We have a couple here. The first one from Kyle D. Dominicantanio. Welcome to the team, Josh. As a huge fan of the man, have you heard much of the legend that is David Bin? He's had some high expectations. Happy to have you on board and wish you an amazing season. Of course. How, how could I not <laughs> know about the, the legend that is that is Dave Bin? I mean, uh, I actually had a chance uh, years ago. I want to say it was maybe my second year in. Uh, I used to come out to, uh, to San Diego and train with John Carney. Uh, at, at his place uh, down near Carlsbad and Dave came out and I got to work with him uh, one afternoon. And so it was really cool. I mean, to, to be able to, to share a field and kind of pick his brain and learn a little bit, you know, from a guy like him who did it at, at such a high level uh, for so long. I mean, that was, that was really cool. So tip of the cap to, uh, to Dave for sure. Yeah, that was a big question. Everyone started asking me, you know, have you heard of David Ben? Did you watch David Ben? So I had to ask it. So I'm glad Kyle did. Uh, this one is Absolutely. actually from my mom, Andrea Shun. Uh, what was the key factor that earned you the long snapper position? Ooh, you know, I, I, I think that that's kind of tough. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the snapping part of it for sure, obviously takes a take, takes front and center, you know, you got to be able to do that. But um, I, I think kind of, you know, w- the willingness to, to run downfield as well, you know, I've always wanted to mix it up and, you know, I, I think, you know, I've never really been told this, but, um, you know, I, I like to think that me getting down and mixing it up down there and trying, you know, my best in coverage and, um, you know, challenging as many guys as I can to, you know, not let me, you know, beat you down the field, you know, type thing. I, you know, that that might have played a little bit of a factor in it as well. But, um, you know, listen, I'm just trying to do do my job, do, do good today. So they'll bring me back tomorrow. You know, in this league, there's there's no credit, you know, and so you're, you're constantly <laughs> got to prove it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I totally understand. And I'm watching. I just briefly going through the games the last season yes you are hustling down that field making tackles as we've shown here so obviously we'll appreciate that gotta see a couple uh this season hopefully last question i don't know if you have or not how's ryan ficken as a coach so far what did you speak to him before you signed and have you met him so far yeah fick is awesome awesome guy he, he was in minnesota for a long time uh, i think 15 years and so he brings uh, a lot of experience a lot of expertise to uh to the room uh, he and, uh, and, and Chris gold, man, they, uh, they, they do a great job. Um, you know, Chris, he, he, he's very knowledgeable as well. And so those guys, uh, being able to not only get us in the right, you know, positions, you know, fundamentally and things like that, but you know, the X's and O's, but they got a lot of, uh, a lot of great ideas and, a, you know, a lot of, you know, a, a deep understanding of the positions, you know, and kind of what it takes to, to be great at, you know, kicker, punter, snapper, returner, any of that. And so I've really enjoyed uh, my time so far with, uh, with coach Fick and looking forward to, uh, to winning a lot of games with him this year. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I, this, the whole group is seeming to come together really, really well. Fick has been really impressive so far. Last question. I just going to ask this real quick from Thomas Martinez, worst snap ever at any level. Do you have one that completely has haunted you throughout your life? <laughs> uh, I try to forget those. No, but, uh, <laughs> never happened. Never, 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 never happened. No. Um, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say, I can't remember what year this was. It might've been 2000, maybe a 17 or no, actually, you know what? We'll say my rookie year 
all right? Just to bring this thing kind of full circle here. Rookie cool. year, like second game of my career ever, oh, no. playing <laughs> playing at Qualcomm Stadium against oh. the Chargers. Man, I just dribble a extra point snap <laughs> back there. And thank goodness, you know, we were able to overcome that that moment. But uh but that was that, that was crushing. I'd never really experienced that, but, uh, you know, I, I think that it, it made me better on the, on the back end, you know, to kind of learn from that and grow. And so it's, but for me, it's one of those things, whether, whether you in, in, in a snap or in life, whatever, Hey, good, bad, or indifferent, just get to the next play. You know, don't let that, that one kind of overwhelm you and you know, have that one turn into two, you know, you, you got to flush it, you know, no matter what happened and get, get to the next play. Love it. It's hard to bring up that, but I am definitely going to be searching up that play as soon as we get off here. So I appreciate <laughs> it might be a little that. grainy. It might be a little grainy. You know, that might be some of the same film I was talking about earlier. Yeah, I'll probably have to go find an actual newspaper with the picture of it to see if I can <laughs> hey, find it. Easy, anything. easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. Um, hey, good luck to your daughter Tamara at her recital. Good luck on the rest of the move. Good luck at training camp and all that, man. What are you, obviously, tomorrow you're at the recital, but what are you doing for now? And then what can we expect from you the rest of the season, man? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I'm excited. You know, right now I'm back home uh, this weekend, helping helping my wife take care of, uh, of of the house and the three kids. You know, it's been tough uh, being away from them during during this time of year, but looking forward to, uh, to my daughter's uh, ballet recital on Sunday. And so we'll experience that and have a great time uh, celebrating her and, Hey, I, I'm just looking forward to uh, to getting to work, you know, and, and doing being great on the field, being great off the field, and you know, trying to be the best teammate that I can be, and uh, looking forward to uh, to a great season ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So we listen. We all hope we go 17 and 0 and go undefeated in the postseason and all that. All <laughs> right, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Take care, Josh. Hey, thanks, Tyler. Have a good one. You too. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.